Welcome, lovers, to another episode of Oh So Smitten, the wedding podcast. If you're in your bride era, then this podcast needs to be your new obsession. In today's episode, I chat with Mary, founder of Two Lovers, which is Australia's wedding destination for modern lovers. Mary created Two Lovers following her own experience as a bride-to-be planning a wedding. Overwhelmed by the time-consuming process, she set out to make the planning experience easier, more enjoyable, and tailored to the needs of a busy modern couple. Drawing on industry experience and vendor relationships, Two Lovers quickly became an industry-first destination that empowers couples to take control of the planning and styling process with the help of Australia-wide stylists and an e-commerce directory. Mary and her team are stylists, planners, problem solvers, and creative thinkers dedicated to bringing incredible weddings to life. If you are currently planning your day and need advice, guidance, or just inspiration of all the latest trends for your wedding day, then this episode is the one you need to indulge in. But let's get into today's episode. Welcome, Mary. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to chat with me today. I know how valuable and inspiring your chat will be with those who are planning their day, particularly those who all love the finer details, as I am also quietly obsessed with all things to lovers. So thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me, Haley. It's such a pleasure to be here. I love your podcast. Bless. Let's just take a moment to share a little bit about yourself and then we can get into what you have created at Two Lovers to support and empower couples on their planning journey. Thanks. Yeah. Well, my name's Mary. I am a mum. I am a wife. I am a champagne enthusiast and I am the creative director of two businesses, one being Two Lovers, which we will, I'm sure, get into in this podcast. And the second being Mini Agency, which is um, an experiential and marketing and events um, agency as well. So busy, but love what I do, love all things events. And um, yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. Incredible. Sometimes it is so hard to explain yourself when people ask you, tell me a little bit about yourself. You're like, oh, wow. How do I wrap myself up into like a little sentence? Yeah, I know. You can't, but we try. We rally and we try. <laughs> well, I can relate to a couple of those things. I'm also a mom, a wife, an enthusiast of all the champagne. Um, and I just yes. adore what you do, particularly with all the things wedding. So you said that you are a wife. So tell me a little bit about your wedding. Yeah. So, um, I was married in 2019. So I'm one of the lucky ones that got in just before COVID kind of made it all a shambles for those people yep. out there who said shambles shop and change. is a good word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So just in the nick of time. Um, so yeah, fortunate enough to get married overseas actually. So I had a destination wedding story in Italy. We were one of those obnoxious couples that just said, let's go do it before all of us have kids and rah, rah, rah. And it was great. I had such a fantastic experience planning my wedding, but there's a bit of a side story that happened and it has a happy ending, but you know, six months before about to go, my dad got quite unwell. He was in hospital. Um, and they basically said, look, he's not going to be able to fly. So we kind of had to scramble and see, okay, well, we need to plan a wedding here because I don't want to get married if I don't have him. And he's, you know, in hospital here, that's just an awful scenario and I'm not kind of willing to do it. So we dived back into the planning process twice, lucky me. And it was during that time that I realized, oh gosh, like there's a lot of resources, but not a lot of resources that are going to help me pull something together and give me you know, a selection of vendors and, you know, meaningful advice that I can kind of utilize to bring something together um, without 
the use of long chain emails and a million phone calls and this whole vetting process that I think a lot of us are familiar with, um, that being the kind of planning situation. Now, thankfully, um, I did end up getting married overseas. The doctor kind of said, look to my dad, you can do it if you really want. It's probably going to be one of the last opportunities you're going to get to do a trip. So it's on you. It's not our medical advice, but personal advice. And my dad, um, I'm the youngest of seven kids and he was like, yeah, stuff it. We're doing a family trip. So we ended up getting married overseas and had that lovely story. But it was definitely that dual planning experience that kind of formed the idea of Two Lovers and, and what it is that I'm doing today. Incredible. So, and as you say, like it is that kind of um, silver lining, as you say, like, you know, you were kind of in that situation where you had to make that call, but you say obnoxious. I say, what a, a divine idea to go get married in Italy. Yeah. Look, I think for a lot of people, um, if you've got big families, I think it's such a contentious issue sometimes. My husband is one of two. I'm one of seven. Like you just, you can't compete in terms of how many people yeah. have bums on seats, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, and I think that a lot of people go, oh, do we want to elope? What do we want to do? We don't really want the 300 person wedding. So for us, when we made the decision to get married overseas, a lot of it was the fact that we could comfortably invite nearest and dearest yeah. and feel okay with saying to some of the other people, look, we're having an intimate overseas wedding. Um, and that's how we kind of made the decision to do it. And of course it was just, you know, a beautiful celebration. And uh, we landed back home in Australia and I think it was two months later, COVID became a thing. So we were like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Impeccable yes, timing. So held on to those memories for those two years of lockdown. <laughs> yeah. And wasn't that just, as you say, an absolute shambles? It's like the perfect word to describe it. And I'm sure that for you, you've just experienced that. So you kind of, during that time of COVID, could really relate and resonate with those couples who were on their planning journey and just thinking, oh my gosh, you would have just had such empathy for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was such a tough time and so thankful to be to be through it definitely as an industry. I think it was um, incredibly challenging for a lot of the vendors and suppliers out there as well as um, for, the, for the couples who were planning to get married. So yes, not good times. May we not go there again? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Of course. Now we need to hear, we heard a little bit about why Two Lovers came about, but let's just start at the beginning. So how, when, why did it all begin? Yeah, great question. So it was a bit of a right time, right place for me. So um, I was working as a business consultant when I mm -hmm. was getting married and the strategies that I was across at the time was transitioning these brick and mortar retail stores or brick and mortar businesses and yeah. giving them a digital presence online. So that could be, you know, an e-commerce store, it could be social profiles, what have you. And at the same time, I'm here planning my wedding and I'm finding a lot of these vendors that have obviously big budgets to, you know, um, market themselves on socials and you know, some of the exp expensive directories that are out there, but yep. I was struggling to find the ones that like I hadn't seen before. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if how many people know, but there is like, well, at least there was last year, 57,000 businesses in weddings in Australia. Like, I don't think we're seeing anywhere near that amount. Yep. And some of these like smaller, lesser known suppliers are the ones that can create those really magical moments. And of course there's a space for those bigger suppliers too, but um, I didn't want to rinse and repeat of, you know, my girlfriend's weddings that I'd already sort of seen. Um, 
And so it was whilst I was kind of in these two frames of mind that I sort of had this idea of can we create something digitally that's going to help couples not only plan their weddings um, and what sort of things can we do to help them. And there's some exciting announcements for us that I'll love to jump into later with you all. But um, but also how do we create this directory space that isn't just images and hyperlinks, but actually shows me, you know, what is the price range? What's their availability? Um, how can I vet them easier? Um, and is there a space that I can come to where vendors I know aren't paying, you know, thousands of dollars a month to be a part of? It's actually selected by stylists. So I know that I'm not just getting who can pay the highest price, but who can give me the best result. And that's yeah. really where Two Lovers came from is how can we connect all those dots um, and put something out there to the market that might hopefully benefit vendors and um, and couples alike. Yeah. Wow. And I feel like there is just such a need. And like I read earlier that it's like an industry first to be able to have that so um, accessible for couples who are planning their journey, particularly those like modern busy couples, which I am one of them. Like I am so busy. Yeah. So to be able to have something so accessible and at your fingertips, um, it really is just such a blessing. Yeah. Thank you. No, it's exciting. We've obviously as we've kind of grown the business, we've tried to look at our lovers, as we call them, and what the feedback is from them, what are they using, um, and really grow those tools and resources in the best way we can, which is why we kind of have this business that it is today, like a bit split, but hopefully is able to, you know, solve some of those issues that modern lovers, as you say, are yeah. facing when they're trying to plan their wedding, because it should be fun, not yeah. stressful. Yeah, exactly. And I think that the more that couples are, or lovers are having that experience of being able to experience what you're providing and what you've created, and they're sharing the word to others, friends, family, and those who are also on their wedding planning journey, they're just going along and going, wow, you really need to have a turn at experiencing this because it really is something like nothing else. Yeah, no, thank you. It is exciting. Um, and it's nice to kind of have the feedback from the community that we're servicing and trying to like better ourselves every day to see what else can we do to make it, you know, even better for people in the future. Yeah. So let's just paint a picture. So for those lovers who are planning their day, they've come across you, what can they experience? Two Lovers operates in two different ways. We have a um, online directory, which mm -hmm. is very similar to other directories. But as I said, you can actually view prices, you can view availability. Um, we try and tell you a little bit more about the, the vendor themselves, as well as giving you all the links that you need to do your own sleuthing. Um, but what we have within our vendor community is every single one of them that are listed has been personally verified by our team of stylists. So, um, some of them are big, some of them are small and starting out, but ultimately when you're coming on there, you know that what you're going to get is a premium service. Um, and we really pride ourselves on the community that we have built because every supplier that's on there is a representative of, of us. Um, then we have our sort of team of stylists who work alongside me and we are there to help guide you with those, you know, small questions that you may come across via our little chat bot. So there's always someone mounting that who you can say, Hey, I don't know. What do you think about these napkins? And we can go, yep, this or that. Um, just those like quick, immediate responses. Um, and then we have our full service 
um, styling. So we actually do quite a few real weddings ourselves. We've got stylists um, for the most part across the east coast of Australia, so servicing Queensland, Victoria and New South Wales. Um, and you work with our stylists in a really collaborative way. We set you up with the dashboard. Um, you can approve different furniture items. You can really clearly see not just um, a mood board full of inspiration images, but you get that, but you also get, you know, a visualization of pretty much every item that's going to make up your day. And so we really try and work with them collaboratively to build the wedding um, that they want. And then we'll do the nitty gritty execution on the day. So the actual setup and the on the day coordination. So um, that's kind of how we work. And it's the experiences that we are having doing the actual, you know, setup on the day um, and working closely with those brides that are helping inform the directory and the sort of tools that we will, you know, be releasing over the next few months, which is exciting. Yes. And I just love that there's different tiered and tailored packages for different lovers who are planning their day because some have different experiences where they're like, actually, I just need a space where I can go on and see some incredible vendors that you have essentially selected to be a part of your online directory. But then there's also the full package where you're like, no, I need a team. I need you. I need you here along for yes. the ride. Yeah, for sure. And it, you know, it needs to suit everyone. And I think that um, that's really where we're coming from is this like without ego, how can we genuinely help all the, you know, thousands of couples getting married in Australia each year? How can we guide them in like a, in a realistic way that's going to work for as many people as we can? Yeah. Um, and also focusing on, you know, despite myself having a destination wedding, focusing on, you know, Australia and the Australian weddings. Cause I think there's a lot of beautiful, like breathtaking Aussie weddings that are happening each year that we need to be seeing more. Like we yeah. are so fortunate as well to see all this, you know, inspiration from overseas, but a lot of it like isn't super tangible or like recreatable because you just don't have that European backdrop yeah. or suppliers or what have it to go with. So we're really trying to cement ourselves in what those Aussie weddings look like and get those suppliers seen and heard because, you know, I feel like they really should be. I, of course, adore all the inspiration and current wedding trends that two lovers share because it is just impeccable. If lovers are drawing inspiration from you at two lovers, where do you find your inspiration and love from all things weddings? We're so lucky to be in this space that whilst we have these like really anchored traditional trends, they're constantly reinventing themselves. And so it's so fun each year to kind of see how weddings evolve and change for that era. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's one of the reasons why we love doing what we do. So as I mentioned earlier, we also have Mini, which focuses a lot with um, brands, particularly in like the lifestyle beauty fashion space. So we can't help but be inspired for what we're seeing filter down through those channels. We're also, you know, constantly looking at what is happening overseas on different runway shows, different activations, obviously celebrity weddings, interior design trends are a massive one. In my opinion, if things are happening in interiors, they're going to filter down to to weddings. And that's really focusing on colors and textures primarily. Um, so as we kind of see a wave come through that filters through, I mean, we've gone from, you know, this intense minimalism era to now probably maximalism era. And I think you're seeing a lot of that happening in weddings and people being a little bit more outrageous and fun with the choices that they're making. Um, but also, you know, a return of classic, but in a way that is a little bit different. Like, you yeah. know, looking at some of these beautiful, um, more romantic, traditional weddings and 
you know, injecting pops of like modernism to them is definitely, you know, something that we're seeing. And we're seeing that primarily through, um, through celebrity weddings. So that's obviously another place that we're kind of getting our inspiration from because why wouldn't you be inspired by some of these incredible celebrity weddings that we're seeing coming out? So yeah, it's um it's a fun putting together the trend reports. And we try and do these reels as often as mm-hmm. we can when we see trends emerging. And I guess we try and tell like our lovers, you know, it's not to say that that's the wedding you need to have right now, but there might be elements of these trends that you love, that resonate, that you want to inject, which, you know, does tell the story of when you were married, the year that you were married. Um, And that's always fun to kind of personalize your day. Yes. And I love that just creating different and unique ways for couples to personalize their wedding day. Are you also finding that those lovers that are coming to you are also drawing inspiration and giving you ideas? Oh, absolutely. I mean, at the heart, ultimately, of every wedding has to be the couple uh, or it just doesn't work. And it has to be a day that it's a reflection of them. So yes, whilst we're, you know, putting out ourselves as a brand, like sharing inspo from all of these different places, for us, it's about getting to know the couple, getting to know their likes and dislikes, getting to know their style. And if people are feeling like, oh, I don't really know my style. Okay. Well, what's your house style? What's your home style? Or if not your home style, what do you have on your Pinterest board in, you know, your dream house? Because I know you've got one or like yeah. fashion. Like, we outfits, all have a sweet like, you know, Pinterest these... board. <laughs> you do. What are you manifesting? Give me that. That's your style. You know, and it's a good place to start. You don't have to be like, you know, fitting into a bucket per se. Yeah. But I think once we start to understand the couple's own sense of style, the things that matter to them, um, how they want to be spending their budget you know, is another great indicator Mm -hmm. of the direction that you should be taking things, then that, you know, ultimately will help us form the concept, the mood board and the inspiration for every event we do. And then, you know, when you see these trends emerging with people who are actually utilizing the site and planning their weddings, well, it's kind of a no brainer that you wouldn't, you know, garner some inspiration from that and share it within the community. Um, which we try and do both online, but also through, you know, some of our advice carousels that you'll see on our Instagram. It's mostly coming from, you know, our actual brides that we're dealing with and grooms that we're dealing with and what their kind of questions and concerns and feedback are. Yes. And definitely like those are so insightful, even as a vendor within the industry, I'm reading those and going like such valuable content um, for lovers who are planning their day, because it's all those questions that are coming up as you're planning. And sometimes it can feel quite isolating. So I guess it's like your experience that you're providing um, is so valuable because it's kind of like encapsulating all of those questions that people are going, I don't know the answer to that. And I need a little bit of support along the way. Yeah, for sure. And I think like for the most part, what we've learned is lovers just need a sounding board. Yeah. Like fundamentally, you know what you want and you need to listen to your gut because it's Mm -hmm. your wedding, your way. Like we pride ourselves on that and we really believe that. So there isn't a wrong answer. And what we're trying to do for the most part and with those, you know, advice carousels is just be a sounding board of like, we're going to weigh in or we're going to give you some like frameworks to think of this question in, but the answer that you come up with is the right answer. So that's really what we try and do is just be a soundboard, be that supporting network that can help because for the most part, unless you have a background in events, you have not planned, you know, a 50 to a 300 person event with like a run sheet and coordination and a ceremony and layer that stress with the emotion of deciding you're spending your life with someone. 
it's um it's chaos unless yeah. I think you stop and you know you try and find some stepping stones to help you navigate those like um those problems um be them exciting problems or kind of daunting scary problems that you face so true and I guess it's like until you really voice that and couples are becoming event planners like overnight and then sometimes they might yes. have a month leeway sometimes they might have 12 months leeway but in order to put this all together it's like you really do need support along the way you're not going to know all the answers for sure for sure um and I think like you know just on that I really do feel like if you are empowered enough to make these decisions and to plan your own wedding you can Mm-hmm. Um, but I would highly recommend that you get an on the day coordinator, because I think that is the one thing that you may be able to do it all, but what you won't be able to do or what you won't want to do is to actually be creating that run sheet, calling vendors to check where they're at the day mm-hmm. of your wedding while you're trying to get your hair and makeup done, you yeah. know, telling your mother-in-law that she's actually not allowed to sit where she wants to sit. She has to, you know, follow the seating chart. It's all those like little nitty gritty things that happen when, yeah. you know, the florist is running half an hour late and someone needs to run and fetch something. So the ceremony florals can start being built, you know, like it's all those little things that unless you have a coordinator land on you um, or someone in your bridal party. And I would say like, do it yourself as much as you want. Make all yep. those decisions, but please don't ruin your day. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it because, or, yeah. You know, to just execute for you because that part is not fun. <laughs> exactly. Because it's like, as you say, you can plan all of it and you may really enjoy that planning process, but on the day you want to be so intentional, so in the moment, really enjoying your experience that you've just spent the last 12 months planning. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's the one non-negotiable that we try and tell our brides like, and grooms and lovers, like, just, just do that for us, please. Because it's going to make 12 months of like a fun experience, memorable in the best possible way, instead of memorable for being like, oh my God, I really was an event planner. And I just transitioned (laughs) to a whole new job role that I didn't want. (laughs) (laughs) On top of their probably already full-time role and their capacity. Oh gosh. Now I also share with um, my couples or they share with me because often I can be the celebrant during their ceremony. um, And there's so much that goes into that, but I will also share with couples that I can MC their reception. And after, usually the day or two after, they are just like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I was thinking or how that would have come together without a professional MC. And it is so true. It's like on the day, call on the professionals. Absolutely. It is that one non-negotiable in my opinion. And MC is another great example because they can just keep the flow of events. Mm -hmm. If you want to get to the dance floor, let's get the party started and the MC is your go-to to kind of get us there. Or yeah, people just, yeah, get waylaid for sure, for sure. Yeah. And it's great. But you, if you have a professional there, you can relax and know you're in good hands. Yeah. And completely enjoy all the hard work that you've put together. So can you share a little insight into what the process looks like for someone who is interested in having two lovers in any capacity of their day? So from inquiry to the day of the event. The first thing to do is to, I guess, work out how much support you need. And if you're not sure, then mm-hmm. let's have a call. We're really yeah. always happy to chat and to walk you through um, looking at your goals, looking at your venue and kind of say, okay, this is our recommendation. Um, so that would be the first point of call. 
If you are pretty advanced in your wedding planning journey, then just visit our website, have a little look around. If you've got questions with regards to um, suppliers, then we can guide you through that chatbot or we can, um, you know, send on your inquiries and get the best feedback from that supplier. Or in some instances, we actually say to you from the get-go, you might love this person, but they're not right for you. And we really try and guide couples based on, you know, if their budget isn't going to align and we know that, if we know that this vendor isn't going to travel to Orange, for example, and we've already asked that question 10 times before, like we can answer that straight off the bat and direct you in, you know, a different direction for something that might be more suitable. And I guess the reason why we operate like that is we're just trying to save lovers those long chain emails where you don't hear back for a week. And then because vendors are busy and they've got events and they've got other things on, and then they sit down on their weekly, you know, email day, which a lot of suppliers have, and you they come back to you, oh, sorry, I don't travel there. Or sorry, that date is booked. And we're trying to just avoid that lag time. So we try and get as familiar as we can with our vendors or, mm-hmm. you know, at the very least we've spoken to them, you know, a month ago or a week ago yeah. and we already have the answers for what their calendar is looking like. Um, so that would be the first. And then that's kind of like a just, you know, browse, get inspiration, read our blogs. Um, we've just recently launched a um, digital magazine called The Edition. Yeah. So that features a lot of emerging vendors um, that we have shined a spotlight on and we'll be um, endeavouring to do them seasonally. So it has like inspiration photo shoots, those sorts of things. So it's kind of like a browse browse option is what I would call that. Yes. Um, the second option to work with us is obviously as uh, your planner or coordinator or both. Mm-hmm. Um, so more than happy to set up a call. Then from that point forward, we um, will set you up with a dashboard. And that dashboard has all of your information. It's got some resources on it. It's got notes and um, wedding homework that we kind of recommend you doing. Um, And then we can assist you as much or as little as you like. We can go, okay, thanks for your Pinterest board. We're going to execute on this. Mm -hmm. And we'll tell you when we've got, you know, all the details and you just sign off and approve. Yes, I'm happy with those chairs. Yes, I want these napkins, not those napkins. Um, And that's all done through the dashboard. Or we can be quite collaborative. You upload, we upload. Um, we're working together towards, you know, the wedding day. Um, and that's for the most part just done in this dashboard community setting as well as regular sort of video chats. So we're keeping in contact with each other up into the planning day. Um, and so during that period, we'll always recommend vendors, suppliers, um, and we'll, you know, bring it all together for you just like a stylist would. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we've got stylists throughout Australia, um, we're doing this in a way that for us is a little bit different potentially to a regular stylist who might bring you under his or her wing and work with you quite closely. We work with you closely, but we work with you efficiently. And I think the um, the budgets that we work to reflect that as well, be them massive or be them small, like we're here to assist and whatever format works for the couple works for us. So yeah, that's kind of a word vomit way of how we work. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that it is so collaborative and you can kind of have that support along the way because I guess for lovers like who are planning their day, it can be so overwhelming and you don't know whether to look left, right, what's going on, where's it all happening. So kind of having that point of contact in a variety of different ways and I guess at a minimum just reaching out, going onto your website, you have so many incredible blogs that would support any couple planning their journey um, and definitely signing up for that newsletter because that in itself is just a pocket of gold. 
That's the aim of it. It's really just, you know, sit down with a glass of wine with your partner. Yeah. Suss out what do you want your wedding to look like? What's it going to take to get us there? Yeah. And then figuring out, okay, what's the best thing for us? Like, do we have enough time in the day to Mm -hmm. completely DIY this? Or is it worth getting more support? And you really have the answer to that. I just would recommend that lovers just don't underestimate how much it actually takes to bring it together. And if you're willing to do it, do it because it's so rewarding and you'll have fun ultimately. But if you're not sure, then lean on us, lean on your network, lean on a stylist elsewhere, whatever it is, just seek that support because you want to have fun. You know, you want to enjoy this process. Let's talk timeline. So is there a time frame in which you encourage couple to reach out or if they're already in their planning journey and they're listening to this episode and going, actually, you know what, this sounds too good to be true. Where would you say that, you know, the sweet spot for timelines is? Sure. Look, we work with brides and grooms who are two months out. You know what? I've bitten off more than I can chew and I need someone to take this over. Like we're here and we'll do that for you. Yeah. Um, and we have those on the day people who will come in and execute and that's great. Um, and that's not uncommon. Um, but for the most part, we encourage couples to get in contact with us when they've found their venue. Mm-hmm. Um, or even if you're looking for a venue and you need some support with where to go, we've got, you know, great contacts and connections that we can um, give you a wide range of options that I'm sure will kind of work for you and what you're looking for. So that could be, you know, 18 months out. It could be we've found the venue and we're 12 months out. But realistically, because of our flexibility and because we're working um, with so many different venues and suppliers, we're always happy to help at pretty much any point. Um, two months is probably the cutoff. <laughs> yeah. Um, But anything before that, it really just depends on what the couple is looking for. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And it's also like reaching out, just having that chat, particularly with the convenience of your um, chat experience on your website. It just makes it really easy. And sometimes you just kind of need that. You're so excited, I find, in the wedding planning phase that you just want some answers immediately. But of course, I know vendors during this wedding season, it's just crazy. So it's like the fact that you have that upon your website is so beautiful to kind of just touch base and go, you know what, I just need advice on this like right now because I'm feeling I'm feeling all the feelings in the wedding planning journey. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's so normal and natural to have those. And um, we will always do our best to, to support or to guide you to one of our blogs or something like that that might yeah. allow you to have more information and sort of digest something. That's exactly it. So let's share with the listeners some of the feedback you have received from those who have chosen to have two lovers a part of their planning process. What is the feedback that you're getting from those beautiful couples? We're so lucky to have worked with so many wonderful couples over the last few years. Um, We've worked with some crazy big weddings and some smaller weddings and all of them have been so rewarding and we've been so fortunate to get some great feedback from our couples. We have those who give us feedback around just the ease of coming to the website and they're like, thank you so much. I found all of my vendors through you and I felt really confident making the process of like booking and locking these people Mm -hmm. in because I know that they'll be able to execute and that's been really fantastic. And then we've had some like lovely, lovely, lovely words of feedback from our lovers who we've ended up styling their whole day for. So, um, you know, some we've done like a 300 plus wedding at Sydney Town Hall with chandeliers hanging from the ceiling and crazy, crazy through to some influencer weddings through to, you know, 20 person, beautiful beachside kind of nuptials. So yeah, we're so, so, so fortunate to work with such a variety of people and get that love and feedback and be part of their journey that um, it keeps us 
getting up out of bed every day and loving what it is that we do because it's always interesting and always just, you know, so heartwarming to see people have the day that they had envisaged and to get back to us and be like, that was exactly as I had imagined. And that's what you want to hear. I think it's so important for couples to understand as well is that there are those intimate moments that may be on a beachside somewhere, but then there's also those like incredible, huge weddings um, that have all the finer details that you can kind of accommodate to all of them. So it's not just about having like the biggest and best of everything. I know that I could confidently go on your website and book my whole wedding through all of the vendors that you have available because it's just so easy. And I think that when couples are coming through to you, whether it's because your algorithm has aligned with them, um, (laughs) being able to just know and have the confidence that when you come across a vendor and they're the ones that are on your website as a feature, knowing that they're all there for a reason. And if you've chosen this vendor, then usually more often than not, the next vendor that you come across, whether it be a photographer or videographer, are also going to align um, with those, all the vendors that you choose. Yeah, that's exactly the hope. Precisely right. Speaking of vendors, um, I know we have some industry vendors who are also supporting this beautiful podcast. So share a little insight into how they can also be a part of Two Lovers. Firstly, again, get in touch with us. We always love to talk and hear from new suppliers. We can obviously advertise your business on our platform. So um, build you a profile um, and get to know your business a little bit better. We kind of have an onboarding session where we'll kind of chat through where you're at, what your bookings are looking like, uh, minimum spends, all of those basic questions. So we have a really good understanding so we can go back to couples in a timely manner. Um, And then obviously when we do get inquiries, we're sending them off to you to be validated and to come back with more information. So that's one way. Then obviously because we are, and we're Australia-wide, I should say, for our directory services. And then obviously on the day, things in the actual planning stylist piece, that's for at the moment... Queensland, New South Wales, and Victoria. And if that's something you're interested in being a part of, we're always looking for preferred suppliers there. For the most part, we're obviously leaning on our vendor community that we have within Two Lovers. But, you know, as I said, weddings are changing and evolving. Bride and grooms and lovers are always after different things. So we're always excited to meet more people in the industry and, um, and to, yeah, hopefully work together. Yes. And you shared earlier a little bit about some exciting news that you have to share. So what's in the pipeline or in the future for two lovers? We are always trying to listen to the feedback of our lovers um, and suppliers and respond in the best way we can to build something that's going to be um, a helpful platform. So um, those couple dashboards that I was talking about are quite new and that's exciting. Um, For the moment, they are just for our styling service um, lovers, but we will be releasing some new features for couples who aren't using that and taking the DIY approach who might want to have, you know, our budgeting tools and things like that. So that's exciting and will be um, live over the coming months. And um, so but valuable. Also, yeah, exactly. And hopefully we'll kind of provide some um, some frameworks there that, you know, aren't just advice-based, but actually you can tangibly use and interact yeah. with. And if anyone is listening to this before that is live and you want access, you know, shoot us through an email to hello at twolovers.com and we'll give you access straight away and you can start using that because it's great to trial it on people if you're if you're willing. <laughs> and then secondly, we are um, very excitingly partnering with our friends at Wedshed to launch a venue management um, system. 
So that is going, or not just a system, actually services. So that'll be working with um, venues and actually looking at the venue management for them, as well as the on-the-day assistance and styling. So that's Australia-wide, which is really great. And the whole idea is to give venue owners all the perks without the work. Um, So looking at streamlining that process, not just for them, but for also with anyone that's interacting with that venue, specifically the couples. So from the second that a couple is, you know, submitting an inquiry form, we'll be taking them through that process, making sure that the questions that we have the right answers to um, from the perspective of a stylist and a couple. And yeah, just really streamlining that whole process a lot more for, for both couples and venues alike, which is very exciting. Amazing. That is so exciting. And two incredible collaborations coming together. I mean, you are just a force to be reckoned with. And that is just something that is going to be so um, wonderful for the couples to experience um, and also just such a help for also the venues. So that is so exciting. I can't wait to see and hear more of it now. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just talk a little bit about like, where is the best place for people to get in contact with you? So obviously I've spoken before about your website. It is so valuable in all the content and inspiration that you share on there. How about socials? Is that another place, Instagram, where people can reach out or is it best to go over to your website? No, absolutely. Socials are a king in a lot of ways. Um, We're just trying to get our handle on TikTok. So if you head there, it's a bit of a no man's land at the moment. But maybe (laughs) by this point, we'll have understanding of how best to kind of utilize it. But second to that is obviously our Instagram. Um, We're always posting real weddings. We're posting our advice there. If you flick over to the reels, you'll see some of those trending related pieces as well if you're looking for more inspiration. Um, And we're always across our DMs. So if you wanted to slide into there, we'll, of course, get back to you. um, And that's a great place to kick off conversations if that's the space you feel more comfortable. Amazing. So, so many places to find you. And I think, as I say, definitely just go find all the beautiful things that you're doing over at socials and on your website. And of course, we need to have a little cheeky follow over at TikTok now, but I totally feel you in that capacity. TikTok is a lot. (laughs) It's like the Wild West. I, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We've actually just brought on someone new in our team who has a really great grasp on TikTok. And it's one of those things that I'm like, right, I'm not willing to dabble in it until I fully grasp it, which I know (laughs) sounds really old and I'm not even that old. I'm like, why do I feel so out of it? But From a business perspective and when you're talking to this audience, I think that's the challenge, right? When you've got so many cat videos out there, it's like, how do you talk weddings in amongst amongst that landscape? But hopefully we'll find a way. Oh, that is just too much. I have just adored having our chat today. I know that we could almost do a part two because there is so much more that we could cover in regards to trends and so much advice that you could share. So maybe we need to keep that in the pipeline. But yes, thank you so much for your time today. I know that those who are listening, hopefully they're already flocking over to find you and um, I appreciate your time. No, thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure and thanks to everyone who's listened. Now, lovers, that is all there is time for today. I hope you adored this episode just as much as I did. As you indulge, be sure to share away on your socials, tagging at ohsosmitten underscore so I can feature you and, of course, do a sneaky follow and stalk on your wedding day. I would be so grateful if you could leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. 
five-star of course and share the love of the podcast to those who are about to walk down the aisle. Be sure to check out and join the official Spit and Love book over on Facebook. These are our people because remember, no one loves talking about your wedding day more than those about to say I do. I'm here to make your day that little bit more intentional and curated with all the finer details. Within this community, choose kindness. And as always, I acknowledge the land in which I'm recording this podcast. I can't wait to chat next week, lovers. Bye-bye.